Weird Cinema Live from Grand Fork's Best Source. I am Mickey Ichabod, and this, my friend, is the Wizard of Weird. He's more popular than I am, because I'm weird! <laughs> so, alright, we're going to be talking about Halloween 1 and Halloween 2. Not the original John Carpenter movies, per se, but the Rob Zombie remakes. I love these films. So, but first, got to make a shout-out to the Shire, or River Cinema and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant the Shire or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are The Exorcist Believer, Dumb Money, Paw Patrol, and Saw 10. Find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and $5.50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. And you can bring Wizard a martini next time he comes in there. Yes, yes, you can. But we don't drink, Wizard. We're kind of straight edge. Well, that's okay with me. (laughs) All right. Speaking of straight edge, the now vegan, I believe I read he was vegan somewhere now, Rob Zombie, we're going to be talking about one of his movies. Uh, Halloween 1. Um, Halloween, for those of you who don't know, is a remake of a movie from, I believe, the late 70s. Uh, it's a rip-off of another movie called Black Christmas. That's where John Carpenter got the idea from. He denies it, but Black Christmas was probably one of the, the first slasher film ever. So, and it takes place on a holiday. You know, they've been making a lot of movies about holidays. There's a new movie coming out called Thanksgiving. And then there was a movie called Thanksgiving, which was about a killer pumpkin. Or not a killer pumpkin, a killer turkey. But we're talking about Halloween. Um, I really, you know, basically Michael Myers, kid, misunderstood, made fun of, murders rats in his bathroom. Goes off the deep end, kills his family one night while his mother's at work. She works at a strip club, which is kind of weird because this is a Rob Zombie film and he always incorporates something like that into his films. 
Because Rob Zombie is kind of a nymphomaniac. <laughs> he, you know, a lot of sex in his films. But uh, I'll, I'll get to that more when I talk about Halloween too, about the uh, strip club. But, you know, uh, Malcolm McDowell plays Dr. Loomis, who is uh, Michael Myers' uh, psychiatrist at the, at the, uh, Adden, or the uh, Smith's Grove Sanitarium. And basically, he, he gets committed to Smith's Grove, and he eventually murders a nurse and just becomes a mute. And he's making masks, too. He's always wearing masks, so they cover his face, and his mother goes, Why do you cover your face? But eventually, one day, his mother just goes up and commits suicide. His mother is played by none other than Sherry Moon Zombie, who has a, 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 a bit part in all of her husband's movies, which is okay. But, um, yeah, Michael Myers, they don't, you know, in the original Halloween, they don't refer to him as Michael Myers. They refer to him as the shape. So, and the Michael Myers mask... Uh, he found it in, in the original Halloween, but this one, his, his sister, his boyfriend is wearing it, so he puts on the Michael Meyer, or the uh, William Shatner mask that's spray-painted white. He puts it on and goes and murders his sister. The only person left alive, then, is his baby sister. What do you think of that, wizard? I don't know. Well, you know... She, she eventually becomes Laurie Strode because Sheriff Brackett uh, p- brings her to another town and she's accidentally adopted by another family from Haddonfield. Sheriff Brackett is a ki- good character. Um, Brad Dorff, that's who played him. Brad Dorff, voice of Chucky for those of you who do not know. Uh, also, another Rob Zombie regular was in this movie for a bit part as a uh, um, caretaker of a cemetery, and that is none other than the late Sid Hag. So, but yeah, basically Michael escapes and goes on a murderous rampage looking for his sister, and he's followed by Malcolm McDowell's character, Dr. Samuel Loomis. For those of you who don't know who Malcolm McDowell is, he was uh, Adam in uh, Clockwork Orange. And he was also the voice of the Mad Mod on uh, Teen Titans. I recognize him as the guy killing Captain Kirk in Star Trek Generations. <laughs> well, you know, Halloween 1 ends with Laurie Strode shooting Michael Myers. Then it, his body goes missing. Well, they, they, they pick it up in a truck and it goes missing. At the beginning of Halloween 2 which we will talk about now. There's a thing called a white horse. Uh, basically, it's linked to instinct, purity, and the drive of the physical body to release powerful and emotional forces like rage with ensuing chaos and destruction. What, what is a white horse? Per, what is it portrayed like on screen? Is it an actual horse or is it like it's, a it's metaphor? It's portrayed as an actual horse because Michael Myers sees like a, a, a copy of him when he was a kid and then he sees his mother, and then he sees this white horse all the time. It's, it's like a, a, a hallucination, per se. And it's driving him. Because, like, Michael Myers becomes kind of like a hobo in, in the second film. And it's, it's weird, because Michael Myers runs around in most of the second film. You can't really see his face very well. But he runs around with no mask on. 
And their deleted scenes was actually show more of him with no mask on. Um, uh, I remember looking up a couple of screenshots of the film. I was trying to find some artwork, and they show him standing with like a busted up mask. Yeah, yeah, that's later in the mil- in the film. Um, it's kind of funny though because he actually, without the mask, he looks a lot like Rob Zombie. Oh, and I, it's like, isn't that a coincidence that Rob Zombie either played him or? Hired someone that looked like himself to play him, so Rob Zombie gets to murder people. Not a, not in just his music, but in his movies too. <laughs> um, it's been forever since I've seen the original Halloween movies. Would you say Rob Zombie's takes on the Halloween one and two are they like well, well, remasters Rob, or reimaginings, or are they are they like his own twist? Halloween two was a reimagining. Reimagining of the actual Halloween 2 original? No, no. It was just Rob Zombie's own. Oh, okay. All new story. Uh, ha- Halloween 1, I really like the fact that they go deeper into Michael's psychology. Because the first half of the movie is just Michael Myers as a kid. But here's the thing. I was reading in this great book called Taking Shape. I would recommend it for any Halloween fan out there. It's a, um, a review of all the Halloween movies up till the Halloween 2018. But there was a... Uh, uh, a thing in the novelization of Halloween 1 where they actually go deeper into Michael's psychology and see him at Smith's Grove Sanitarium and he, he like wants them to do a Halloween party and the lights go out and there's this girl drowned in the bobbing for apples thing. <laughs> and, you know, um, that was the novelization, though, of the original Halloween. It was never in the original movie, which is kind of weird because... Uh, he dri- like he dresses like a clown in the new Halloween too. He dressed like a clown in the old Halloween, and then his nep- his niece Jamie dressed like a clown in Halloween four or five. I can't remember which, but um, yeah, this this movie does not have Jamie Lee Curtis. The weird part about Jamie Lee Curtis though is the fact that she's the daughter of the woman who got murdered in Psycho in the shower. So. Would you say there are a lot of good callbacks uh, in Rob Zombie's takes to the other Halloween movies from over oh, the years? Oh, definitely, I definitely. Mean, besides, obviously, the portrayal of uh, Michael Myers, but, like, other characters or, or moments in the um, other films? Well, you know, uh, Laurie Strode, who I who played Laurie Strode in this? Well, I'm looking here. Oh, Dr. oh you, didn't, you didn't put Laurie Strode on there. Oh, I grabbed the first ten people that IMDb listed for their credits. <laughs> But yeah, Laurie Strode was not was not Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and the second one, it's played by Scott Taylor Scout Taylor Compton. Is that Laurie Strode? Uh, is it the same per- actress in Halloween one and two for zombies? That I think plays? so. Yeah. So yeah, then she plays it in Halloween one also. But, Scout uh, Taylor Compton. She's like uh, um, mentally ill in this movie after everything that's happened with her from uh, Halloween one. Uh, the first, the be- the opening scene of Halloween two is kind of weird. Because you don't realize it's just a dream until like 10 minutes into the film when she's at the hospital and Michael comes and gets her. And, um, but yeah, Lori, Lori is very uh, unshoveled in this film. And she finds out from Dr. Loomis' new book, because Dr. Loomis profited off of uh, off the Myers killings. She finds out that she's Michael Myers' sister, and that's why Michael Myers is after her. This movie ends in a pretty good no- note, though. Um, 
they're in a, a shed, which I believe there was a shed scene in the original Halloween too. But uh, um, shed scene, yeah. The Sheriff Brackett, whose daughter was killed by Michael Myers earlier in the film, and, and Laurie Laurie Strode is in the uh, shack with Michael Myers, and she's being held down by these hallucinations, which is just kind of weird. But you know, if you think about it, hallucinations can be tactile. They can they can be olfactory. They can be you can taste sometimes you can taste things that aren't there. But she's being held by young Michael Myers and Deborah Myers, who is Michael's mother, who played Sherry Moon. And then, if I remember right correctly, there was the horse in the room too. And the horse didn't actually come around until like later in the filming or later in the script revision because my Rob Zombie saw a white horse in like a pasture and he said that, oh, this would be a good idea for the film. We can make something psychological about this. What do you think of the young Michael Myers in this movie, Wizard? I liked it. But he wasn't the same guy who played young Michael in the original Halloween. Yes, yes, that was kind of a letdown. Now, Rob Zombie, I, I haven't seen... I, I wanted to try and watch at least one of these over the weekend, especially this is the perfect time of the year for it. Very fitting for your Halloween week episode. Uh, his, I've seen plenty of his other movies, and you've covered plenty of his other movies. Rob Zombie's very well associated for his over-the-top gore and like scary uh, effects. Uh, how would you say he uh, works that in, into his Halloween films? I like it. As I was going to say, you know, we were, talking, we were talking about the strip club earlier. It's called The Rabbit in Red Saloon. There's a scene in, at this place because Michael's mom used to work there. But when he's, wa- he's walking around doing his little hobo thing, um, he, go, he, he runs into a guy outside there, and he basically just stomps his head in with these boots. Pretty and, intense. I know like the, the most recent Halloween trilogy, I did see the most recent Halloween trilogy oh. of films. Those have really over-the-top death scenes, and I, it seems like Rob Zombie being, a, I'm sure when he got... Uh, signed up for the Halloween films, he's like, all right, this is a perfect match for me. Well, you know, Rob Zombie, I wish he would he would have remade more films because there are like the remake to Friday the 13th, the remake to Nightmare on Elm Street, and the remake to Chucky, in my personal opinion, all sucked. Now, I know he did cover, and you did review it as well, his uh, remake of The Monsters. The Monsters, great movie. Reimagining, but great movie. What would what one would you like Rob Zombie to remake next if he had the choice? If if if, if I wanted him to remake something, what would I have him remake? Uh, I think we talked about this on uh, big streams and TV stream. I, I I can't say that it's it's, it's tongue it's twister t- tongue twister. Uh, Pinocchio's revenge. Oh, his take on Pinocchio. Yes, that's what I'd like to see. Wouldn't you, Wizard? You want to see more Pinocchio? Yes, I do. I would ask you're a puppet, so you're biased. I would I would recommend uh, Gilmero Del Toro's take on it uh, too. He oh, had a I really nice. Go- did you see his uh, take on Pinocchio that released uh, earlier this year? No, no. Really good stuff. Uh, I like Gilmero Del Toro though. He's a great, great director. Very underrated. Um, he makes a, a lot of weird kids movies though. But then he made Mimic, 
and the Hellboy series. There's a there's a great book out uh, of his uh, notebooks. It's called uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. I'd recommend. It's all his notebooks, like his drawings and his writings and things like that. So if I were to ask uh, you, like, what would be your standout moment from both of these Halloween films? Standout uh, moment, uh, Young Michael. Definitely Young Michael. What made, it, what made it stand out to you? I just like how they delve deeper into the character. Oh, and by the way, when Michael was a kid in Smith's Grove Sanitarium, he befriended a... Oh, a janitor. You know, you know what? Who played the janitor? Oh, look Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, Danny Trejo, the guy who who played Machete. And my stepdad, till this day, he sometimes quotes Machete. Don't like that, or something like that, or don't mess with Machete, because he saw this B horror movie called Machete a long time ago with Danny Trejo. Yeah, the Machete movies are great. <laughs> Danny Trejo, another awesome actor. So oh, he actually released a book a few months ago. How about Halloween 2? Uh, favorite moment from that for you? Favorite moment from Halloween 2? Probably when uh, Chet the, the Messenger, I think his name is Chet the Messenger of Death, is talking to uh, Dr. Loomis at a book signing. And anyways, he's, he says that, like, oh, Michael is in a wimp like Dahmer or... Things like that. He really like strikes into your soul and stuff like that. But uh, then the guy comes up with a gun and goes, "My my daughter was ma- murdered because you let that maniac loose." And they have to fight the gun away from a guy so he doesn't shoot Loomis. New Loomis and Halloween Two is a complete. But I was I was going to ask you about how he portrayed Loomis in Rob Zombie's I films. I still like Donald Pleasance better. I know that the original actor is very well acclaimed for Don, over the years. His name is Donald Pleasant. Uh, so I imagine it must have been a tall order trying to find uh, his take on it to live up to the caliber, the bar he set. Do you think the person zombie pick? I mean, it sounds like he wasn't as good, but do you think he at least did a solid job? I like Donald Loomis better, or D- <clears throat> Donald Pleasance better, but uh, Malcolm McDowell was also good because I'm a, I like Malcolm McDowell and things. He's actually in a new show called Son of a Critch that's on CW right now. And he plays a grandfather, and he looks old. He, he he definitely looks old. He looked old in the second Halloween, but he he becomes like he like exploits all the people who uh, who who died basically for writing this book. And Laurie Strode actually picks up a copy and reads it and finds out that she is Michael Myers' sister. Um, at the end of the movie, as I said, Michael gets shot and he he gets impaled on like a pitchfork or something. And she starts stabbing him, and she goes, I love you, brother. <laughs> I've looked up some fan timelines for all the Halloween movies. It's fun. Like, some movies have their own separate timelines, and it sounds like the two Rob Zombie movies have their own separate canon from the other films. Did you read up on that in that book? Not really. I just, I just read on Hall- the synopsis of Halloween 2. I wanted to get more in-depth on that one. Uh, I guess, where would you rank uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies compared to all the rest? Would you say they're top-tier Halloween films? They're top-tier, but I like the Firefly trilogy a lot. Okay. Oh, the, more, the recent three? House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and oh. uh, how about for these? From Hell. How about for these uh, two Halloween movies compared well, to Well, the... they're better than 31, and they're better than Lords of Salem. So 
Oh, okay. No, I mean, uh, for these two Halloween movies, how do they stack up with all the other Halloween oh, movies? All the other Halloweens? Well, the original Halloweens will have a, a, a place in my heart, um, especially, you know, since uh, I grew up watching these, especially Halloween 4 and Halloween 5. My mom had those on record on a cassette back when I was a kid, and we used to watch those a lot. Although, back when I was younger, I was more of a, more of a Jason guy. But now I'm more of a Michael guy because Michael is more psychological. Is the the OG original Halloween movies, or would you say those are your favorite of the franchise? I like the I like Rob Zombie's better, but the originals have their place and they are good. They are definitely required watching if you're a horror fan. Um, also, you know I've never really seen it, but I've heard Black Christmas that the the movie this movie was based these movies were based after, you know. The only one I would try to stay away from if I were you would be Halloween 3 because it has nothing no. to do with Michael Myers. It's all about witchcraft and Sam Hain and things like that. But um, Have you, have you uh, heard the interesting oh. like, uh, lasting legacy of Halloween 3? It sounds like uh, over the years, that I remember when that film first came out, it upset a ton of original Halloween fans because it really took the... A big twist, you know, not focusing on Michael Myers, but it sounds like with, for a new generation of fans, for the movie on its own, people love it. Have you heard about that before, like, younger horror fans? I have heard about it, but, you know, well, you know, um, before we go, the uh, budget was $15 million. The box office was $80.4 million. Huge, huge, huge uh, revenue for the first one. And the box office for, or the budget for second movie was fifteen million, and the bo- box office was thirty nine point four million. What are your final thoughts on the Halloween films? Watch them. Both. Just ra- watch them. Watch and both Rob you, Zombies. If you like books, check out the book Taking Shape. So. Well, you ready to wrap it up? Yes, I am. All right, uh, Gloria. Here's some words from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right. Well, what are you going to be talking about next week, Icky? Well, you know what? I had, I had an idea. Uh, maybe we could do uh, Stephen King November. Wait, there's a ton of movies based off of Stephen King's works. Uh, do you have one you'd like in mind to start it off with? Uh, how about the new version of Pet Cemetery? All right. All right. We'll, we'll lock her in then. All right. Stay weird, Grand Forks.